Hi, I'm Jayan Sriram and welcome to In Focus, the Hindu's analysis podcast. Thanks for joining us. This episode is a data and numbers update on COVID-19 in India. This is something that we do as a regular feature on this podcast. A deep look at various data points that help us understand where we are with the spread of COVID-19 and how our strategies and response are squaring up or holding up. So there's one caveat today in that we recorded this episode on Monday, the 15th of June, and we intended to run it the next day, but of course in the intervening couple of days our attentions were diverted to the incident, the very unfortunate incident on the India-China border where there was a violent standoff between troops on both sides. Nevertheless, this episode still remains very relevant. The conversation remains relevant. And we even have something of a numbers update from the last couple of days from our data team. Yesterday, for instance, that is June 17th, we had a cases increase of 13,232. And these are numbers that are just rapidly going up as testing seems to be slowly increasing across the board. In fact, today, as we are recording, we are at about... 10,870, that's the number for the rise in cases. And as we are recording, the data has not yet come in from Delhi, where, as you know, testing has been increased manifold. On Tuesday, June 18th, Maharashtra added 1,328 deaths and Delhi added 400, including those previously classified as not being COVID-related. And these numbers pushed India's death toll past the 12,000 mark. So these numbers actually give our conversation more context because the themes that we touch on are familiar ones. The first thing that we look at is how India compares among countries which have lifted their lockdowns but are correspondingly seeing a massive spike in cases. That kind of aptly sums up where we are. We'll also talk about mortality rates and of course we can't talk about numbers and data without talking about the all-important metric of testing rates. So, as usual, I'm joined by Srinivasan Ramani, Deputy National Editor and Head of the Hindus' data teams. And we'll try and link to as many data stories along with this podcast, so you can get a better idea of how to follow the work we do in this area. Srini, welcome to the podcast again. And let's start with that first question that I had mentioned in my introduction. Because we are in a select few countries now where the lockdown is lifting, but correspondingly, there is a sharp spike in cases. So um, let's start by just elaborating on this and what we know in terms of how we compare with other countries. So what we did last week was compare uh, countries over two parameters, right? Uh, The first parameter is simply when did these countries, you know, ease their lockdowns, right? Almost every country went, went ahead and, you know, uh, imposed a lockdown in order to enforce uh, physical distancing, uh, in order to you know stimmy the rise of the virus, and uh, there was the, I mean there was a mixed record across countries, right? So where does India stand there? So what we found was uh, if you could divide uh, the responses to the lockdown and uh, and uh, how the cases have gone uh, up or down in those countries, we can actually divide that into three categories. The first category is countries like Belgium. Canada, Germany, Italy, Turkey, and UK, where uh, the cases uh, had uh, peaked before the lockdown ended, and by the time uh, the 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 the, uh, the lockdown was eased, they had already started showing a 
decrease in the number of cases so canada for example uh, before the lockdown there were uh, cases a thousand or so cases uh, every day uh, and but uh, once they, they the the number of cases reduced uh, close to 700 800 they eased the lockdown and since it has been going further down uh, and now canada the number of cases in canada has uh, come down to a standstill literally daily rise in cases italy also the same story uh, before the lockdown got eased cases had peaked already and now you see that cases in italy have gone down turkey the same situation uh, belgium even more so even in countries such as uk which have seen a huge number of cases apart from italy that is they there also the uh, you know cases have started to come down and uh, once the authorities noticed that the cases have started to come down they started easing the lockdown and that pattern is consistent uh, uh, still holding true this is true of germany as well uh, germany has a very clear you know uh, uh, regressive trend in the rise of uh, uh, cases every day but in the case of you know uh, countries like chile iran mexico us uh, despite the um, easing down uh, there has not been any respite in the increase of cases the cases are still increasing but in countries like india bangladesh pakistan qatar russia they are the worse off in the sense that not only did the lockdown not have any effect in terms of arresting the rise in cases in fact after the lockdown had ended i mean and east uh, and had been east there has been a stupendous rise in the in the number of cases so for india's case for example yesterday we had 11200 cases uh, by uh, at least at uh, 1030 pm uh, from state wise data we knew that uh, the number of cases that had uh, been new cases uh, registered yesterday were around 11200 and this uh, trend has been there for the last four or five days uh, we have had at least 11000 cases since june 8th if i'm not wrong uh and uh, before the lockdown was eased on uh, in somewhere in may mid may may 18th the number of cases were not that high uh, but now you have noticed that it has almost doubled the daily rise in cases has almost doubled that is the same situation in other south asian countries like bangladesh and pakistan as well and uh, also in russia although russia recently uh, has been uh, seeing a reduction in the number of cases compared to uh, a week or so ago so uh, so india is in a peculiar situation i mean a situation that is shared by our neighbors where after the easing of the lockdown the cases have only started to rise even further so which begs the question if the lockdown uh, did it really help in that regard uh, you could say that uh, if the lo- if the initial lockdown was not imposed then you would have seen a much higher spurt in cases in the initial period and probably that was avoided by the initial lockdown but the extended lockdowns did not have any particular effect in you know reversing or flattening the curve and you are seeing a rise in cases that's what we noticed the second parameter um, if i can go on now on uh, or do you want me to answer that as a separate question jain yes we can do that as a separate question i'll just kind of interject here so there's a so there's a break and so people know what we're talking about but um the second metric that you're going to move on to talk about is basically testing rates yeah the second parameter is uh, you know apart from uh, the, i mean there are two strategies generally up, uh, adopted by governments across the world to tackle covid right one is the lockdown strategy to impose physical distancing and other is this you know uh, 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 testing strategy uh, wherein you you test for cases isolate them uh, and uh, don't allow for uh, the cases to spread so uh, in some cases in some countries uh, uh, like south korea and um, and sweden and others uh, lockdown was not imposed they used just testing to isolate the 
positive cases but most countries have you know taken a, a, a dual approach you, you know con- continuing to test more at the same time using physical distancing by uh, imposing lockdowns so in india's case uh, testing has steadily gone up over time we now have probably the third highest number of tests in absolute terms across the world but having said that tests as a percentage of the population or tests as a proportion of the population let's say test per million people in that metric we are still quite behind but more than that the what we noticed was if you look at how some of the successful countries have conducted their tests you will notice that the testing rate has increased as the outbreak has increased right uh, or in sometimes proportionate to the rise in the rise in the number of cases so let's yeah. assume let's say you had 100 uh, so let's yeah. assume a situation that you had 10 cases uh, 10 positive cases identified out of 100 tests done right so you are f- testing at a factor of 10 right now right. suppose the number of cases has incre- increased to 100 right then automatically you have to test 4000 you have to test really 1000 people to ensure that you are identifying this 100 right but suppose right. you are only testing 500 right which means to say that you have not increased the uh, number of tests conducted to the size of the outbreak right so um, a successful strategy is always when you increase testing to the to proportionately to the size of the outbreak and you have noticed that all these countries which have managed to flatten the curve have tested at a, such a high rate so that they have captured as much as possible the number of people who could be positive right in india's case while testing has improved the number of tests being conducted per million population has improved it is not commensurate with the rise in the cases that's what we noticed so again we noticed that this is a case not just with india but all the countries that are listed out earlier where cases are rising so which means to say that the lockdown did not have too much of an effect but primarily because we did not test enough we could not identify those cases who were uh, who could have, who, who could have been positive and therefore the spread continue to rise even further so the take away is that you need to test not just more but proportionate to the size of the outbreak and very few countries uh, are in a situation where in a situation that we are facing countries which did better like italy turkey canada belgium and uk actually tested proportionate to the size of the outbreak in fact in italy for example the ratio of uh, uh, test to cases fell down when the number of uh, uh, cases started going up but started going up when the number of state number of uh, cases started coming down it's almost like a bell curve uh, inverted uh, right. bell curve right so which means to say they they tested more and more cases uh, they tested uh, they, they tested at a much higher rate when the cases were coming down what what's happening in india on the other hand is that we are not testing enough in, uh, to adjust for the size of the outbreak and that is a major failing in in our uh, in our in our strategy to tackle uh, covid if you show this graph in your uh, podcast link this graph i think people will understand it a bit better yeah i know we'll definitely do that yeah. just one thing i wanted to uh, just just an interruption there yeah. um does does population have a factor to play here because the countries that you did mention yeah. um which which are in south asia are do happen to be po- very populous countries yeah. india is one such yeah. 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 so you know the challenges of um, you know ramping up testing with yeah. those proportions uh, yeah. is going to be challenging does that have something to do with it yeah i i agree to an extent that these are you know uh, relatively underdeveloped countries uh, still developing countries they, they have a humongous right. and high population but if you boil it down boil the nature of this outbreak uh, down to where it is occurring more uh, like icmr recently came up with a 
antibody testing uh, uh, you know surveillance uh, test i mean serological test where it found out that the incidence of the virus is higher in slums right yeah so w- w- the strategy therefore should be to ramp up testing in those areas uh, you identify more and more people uh, who could be potentially infected by the virus and isolate them even further right uh, you 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 can actually continue to afford to have a lower testing rate in say the rural populations where we notice that the cases are rising but not at the same intensity as it is happening in urban areas correct so while i am not suggesting that we should test at the same rates as in europe and other countries where they have more resources better health infrastructure uh, greater availability of uh, uh, test kits and so on uh, we can actually target areas where we need to test more and actually implement a more robust testing strategy there in that respect we are not doing good enough like for example in delhi uh last couple couple i mean while delhi is among the unitaries in states which actually test much higher relative to the rest of the country relative to the size of the outbreak they have actually reduced the number of tests which is a, right. a bit of an oddity and that is why you see that delhi is continue to continuing to experience more cases every day the fact that they are not identifying enough positive cases by not conducting enough tests is resulting in the spread getting higher and higher every day the same is the situation with uh, other metropolitan cities like bombay uh, and chennai and so on so even though relatively speaking they are testing far more than other parts of india like telangana or bihar or other places simply the fact that the intensity of the the viral load in those areas being so high and because these people live cheek by jowl uh, and uh, the possibility of infection infectiousness is so higher they need to ramp up their testing to a higher 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 level there and today i noted uh, a report in the economic times which said that uh, manufacturers of this rt pcr tests are actually saying that lot of their inventory is not being used uh, so it is not as if there, there are no, no kits available there yeah. kits are definitely available and it seems that we are still pursuing a rather conservative strategy when it comes to testing even though we are doing better than before but that's simply not enough because that is the nature of this disease that unless you test and isolate more people because it is spreading through asymptomatic uh, contacts and uh, i mean even asymptomatic people are being infectious and so on uh, unless you isolate them this disease will continue to spread so um, in the initial stages our government felt that probably postponing the peak was a better strategy because you allow the health system to be responsive right so that's why they thought the physical lockdown one of the most stringent lockdowns were imposed but that is not going to help us in the long run because in any case the number of cases are go- starting to go up over time so unless you test enough you won't be able to you know halt the steady increase you can say that probably we we averted a huge peak in the initial days but you are still pushing the peak further and further by you know increasing the number of cases over time so which is which is which is going to affect us badly because a you know it will force states like for example tamil nadu has recently imposed a uh, you know lockdown again for around 12 days from june 19 to june 31st and we yeah. know that uh, lockdowns have an economic impact as well right so right. Uh, so we therefore i mean uh, the only way out for us is to a continue to test even more and at the same time practice uh, you know physical distancing through mask wearing hand sanitization and those kind of measures which will which is has to be has been proven to have reduce the uh, infectiousness of this disease right okay so yeah the the economic times report uh, i was i've also seen yeah. so there are there are two things here. one is that we do have capacity for testing more yeah. in terms of yeah. the equipment actually being available yeah. and uh, we have done a fair bit of work 
in across all states in identifying the kinds of areas where yes. prevalence might be high yeah. um and yet i think um you know we we took a we were on a, a bit of a break last week we didn't actually cover this but there were i think the sort of news theme of last week and starting with delhi where the supreme court kind of toward the end of last week pulled up uh, the delhi government for dropping yeah. testing rates yes uh, and this was not just restricted to delhi because we did get news reports of other states also somehow sort of this trend of you know dropping testing rates even as numbers were getting high yeah. um now i just just to get some clarity of why exactly would the state do this is it is it because they're scared of uh, over reporting i don't know i mean uh, in, in in there is also this issue that um, a um, some states say that they are still following a more conservative protocol for testing right, right? so um, uh, telangana for example when uh, the, when some of our reporters asked uh, uh the authorities there as to why they are continuing to test at such low, low rates they kept on insisting that no we are following the protocol so what does the protocol say the protocol is still uh you know uh, talking about uh testing uh, people who have a travel history uh, or who have uh, a, a con- who are contact uh, traced uh, who are contacts of people who have a travel history or who have or asymptomatic uh, patients who have one or two uh, linkages with these people so um so what is happening is that uh, uh, this protocol seems to be uh, this protocol was actually more like a guideline for states to follow but it was not imposed on states as saying that this is the exactly the uh, guideline you have to follow and this is how you have to test you should not test uh, uh, more people and so on but what is happening is that people are reading uh, the states are reading it conservatively and continuing to test at uh, limited rates in some cases i can say for sure that they are probably doing this to not show too many uh, uh, cases rising every day that seems to be the case with ahmedabad for example uh, right. but in some places like delhi i suppose uh, they are uh, reducing testing because even their test uh, uh, you know um, infrastructure is under strain i suppose um, uh, th- there are many people who uh, are going to he- health centers to get tested but they are not i mean there are anecdotal reports of Uh, them not being able to encounter anyone who is there to guide them how to uh, go and conduct a test uh, and uh, private hospitals are making a killing uh, uh, do- during this uh, pandemic and, and and are charging very high rates despite government saying that they are going to cap the uh, um, you know uh, price of tests and so on so there seems to be a situation of anarchy and which is which is the reason why i think the supreme court pulled up the government and actually uh, wanted things to be back on track um, in in some cases like tamil nadu for example uh, they seem to be more responsive to identifying clusters so if they not like for example when the tablighi jamaat cluster was identified the testing rates were ramped up when the coimbedu cluster was identified the testing rates were ramped up so the the state was very reactive but proactively they are not increasing the test rates but i suppose that they have also come to the realization that until you really improve testing and uh, in order to identify more cases uh, this pandemic i mean this pandemic will continue to rage in the same manner it, that is raging now so i hope that uh, the uh, trends of the last 3 or 4 days when i noticed that tamil nadu has started to test even more further further uh, uh, increase the testing rate that will be a pattern for uh, pattern going forward right and speaking about the number of cases which um, ashi brings us to um, our front page story today which is that the uh, that you um, you and your team analyze the data to show that 
the the rise in cases in india now india has a third highest rate of rises yeah. in cases now yeah. globally yeah so um and there was correspondingly a report from the um, well, the icmr is kind of distanced itself from it now yeah. Yeah. but there was a report showing that uh, india's peak could come as late as november yeah. so um so yeah do, is there anything to elaborate on that how how worrying is it looking in terms of this uh, this rate of rise in cases yeah so i mean as 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 far as the question of whether the peak could be arrived uh, in november or not these are speculative things which i am not capable enough to answer because uh, a this this pandemic is or, or this um, disease is difficult to model epidemiology of the disease is not easy to model and most models we have noticed have not necessarily been accurate uh, yeah. so uh, uh, so i am not sure if that november thing is really you know something that we should take uh, something to take for granted uh, we don't I mean if 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 the situation in italy and uh, spain are taken into account uh, the these countries had a high number of deaths a very high uh, infection rate but uh, after almost two months of struggle uh, cases have eased over there and now there there are virtually any uh, hardly any new cases uh, being uh, seen in these countries so which gives us hope that uh, if tackled properly you you can see a peak and then slowly things will start easing uh, going forward um, but at the same time in the case of india because we have a huge population and we have seen migrant labor ha- having moved away from cities and gone into rural areas and uh, a new spread happening in places like sikkim there were 60 cases day before yesterday after having virtually no case for a long time in ladakh uh, after just having uh, probably uh, 80 or 90 cases for the entirety of 3 months there was 100 cases on a single day uh, so we are seeing that uh, new hotspot not necessarily hotspots new uh, cases are rising in places where there were not, uh, uh, not i mean there were hardly any cases before so uh, those it, it seems that the uh, the disease uh, is still not uh, you know the, the disease this is still spreading and so we don't know if we will be seeing a peak very soon um so uh, that is what is reflected in the uh, in the uh, numbers uh, globally as well so india not only has the third highest rise in absolute number of cases in terms of uh, you know uh, 11000 cases per per day in terms of deaths as well india is number 4 which is a bit more worrying factor because we have had yeah. our average uh, deaths per new deaths per day has gone up to more than 300 now uh so la- the last week's average uh, rolling average was around 330 that's per day so uh, what was a bit of an advantage that we had in terms of low case fatality rate yeah in absolute terms it is no longer going to be something of you know um, uh, uh, something that was a respite for us uh, because now the number of deaths have gone up more than to more than 9600 we might cross 10000 very soon already we are right. number 9 in the total uh, uh, in terms of deaths uh, uh, across countries and this is if if this if the peak doesn't uh, arrive soon then we the deaths will also continue to increase and uh, that is a major concern for us so i mean to just reiterate um, we are at a phase where uh, uh, we could say that uh, while uh, the rise in cases was timid in the initial period after the lockdown we the lockdown was not good enough to you know uh, reduce the uh, you know case increase over time and so we still see cases rising more and more and uh, unless we really ramp up testing which seems to be the only way out to uh, address this uh, pandemic we will not reach the peak soon and then uh, the reduction in cases 
uh, in the meantime uh, we cannot afford to also have intensive lockdowns because this has devastated our economy and therefore yeah. we need to protect our vulnerable the elderly the people with comorbidities uh, comorbidities and practice uh, hand sanitizing uh, mask wearing and so on in a really really big way right okay shrini we'll continue to keep a track of the numbers as we always do uh, we'll link of course along with this podcast to a number of the data stories and the uh, charts and figures that our team here produces yeah. and thank you so much for joining us for this episode uh, uh, lastly jain just to add yeah sure uh, so i mean data only gives us certain amount of perspective as to what is happening we can only do some kind of comparative analysis of how we fare with respect to other countries how our some yeah. states fare over others and so on but i would you know tell our uh, viewers and listeners to this podcast to follow up on reading up our some of our explanatory stories in faq section some of our stories in the opinion section where we are featuring yeah. articles from epidemiologists we are featuring articles from health experts who seem to have a better grip of what it, what this pandemic means to our health system uh, to us and what kind of habits we need to develop in order to tackle this head on <laughs>